0: Thank you for listening to today's message. Avenue Church is a Christian church located in Las Vegas. For more information, visit avenuechurch.cc. Enjoy the message. I don't know what it is about Juan, but don't we love Juan? There is only one Juan, and we appreciate him this morning. So, man, welcome to Avenue Church. If you're a first-time guest, we just want to welcome you here today. Man. We are just so honored that you're here today and that we just want to connect with you. But we are in a, uh, in a series called Hashtag Blessed. So go ahead and do that to your neighbor. you got to do this. Go Hashtag Blessed. Hashtag Blessed this morning. And uh, again, we're just so excited you're here today. Uh, we've kind of been through a pause on our series. Last week we did Hashtag Vegas Strong. And I just gotta say, throughout this entire uh, week or two weeks, it's been amazing to see our city bless one another it's been amazing to see our city being blessed because they are a blessing. And it's amazing not just churches, but casinos, CEOs, businessmen, businesswomen, uh, I mean, stay-at-home moms, stay-at-home dads, to be able to pull pull together and to come together, not only Vegas strong, but to be a blessing. And so, as the more I begin to pray about it, say, Man, how can how can we jump back into this series? And the more God begins to say, This is not Sin City, but is a blessed city. It is God city and it's his city and so how many are excited to live in Las Vegas in Jesus name we live in the greatest city in the world I even love this the uh, advertisement company Vegas Inc or whatever they put up this slide and you see it all over the billboards you begin to see it all over the community and it says we've been there for you during the good times thank you for being there for us now and that's something that they said they, are, they, they, they thought about it, they tried to articulate it, and they placed this out after much thought. And they said, that, thank you that we've been there for you during the good times, but thank you for being there for us now. How many know, last week we shifted and we preached on Paul and Silas in the prison. And when when the guard's world shook, the prison doors were open. Because how many know, suddenly God begins to move in our lives. Suddenly God begins to do a miracle and begin to set his people free. And the guard took a sword out. He was going to kill himself because he thought everyone was gone. But Paul and Silas said, stop, we are all here. How many know Avenue Church will always be here for our city. We will always be here for individuals that are hurting, individuals that need hope, individuals that need healing in Jesus' name. And so can we just kind of give a hand clap to our church and the churches all around this valley of what God has done in our lives. So let's turn to Luke chapter 6. And if you've got your Bibles, get those out. If you have a digital version, go ahead and bring those out. And your iPhone, your Android, your flip phone, we're praying for you, brother. We're praying for you. On the sides, we have Bibles that we would love to give away to you. And it's been amazing to give away Bibles literally every week here at Avenue Church. But we're going to jump into our hashtag Bless series. So let's go to Luke chapter 6, verse 37 through 38. Luke chapter 6, verse 37 through 38. And this is what it says. Do not judge others. Do not judge others. How many heard that before? Don't judge me. How many know that? How many said that before? Don't you dare judge me. I'm eating cake, right? (laughs) Don't judge others, for you will not be judged. Do not condemn others, or it will come back against you. Forgive others and it will be, and you will be forgiven. Here's the last part. Give and you will receive. Your gift will return to you in full. Press down. How many heard this before? Press down, shaking together, running over, pouring into your lap. The amount you give will determine the amount you get back. The amount you give will determine the amount you give back. So what is this passage of Scripture talking about? Anyone here today, you can throw it out. I'm hard of hearing, but I do my best. What's this passage of Scripture talking about? Talking about judgment? I think I did this a couple weeks ago, and you guys threw something out. i was like, no, it's this. And now you're like, I'm not going to answer you no more. But this passage of Scripture is talking about not money. It's talking about giving doesn't say money anywhere. It says if you judge, then you will be judged. If you condemn, then you will be condemned. If you forgive, then you will be forgiven. If you give, press down, shaking together, running over, back into your lap. And so there's a portion of Scripture here that we often take this and we say, oh, I like this verse right here. It means pressed down, right, shaken together, right, running over. And sometimes we think of this. If I give something, it's going to be pressed down, it's going to be shaken together, it's going to be running over, and it's going to be poured into my lap. That's not what it's exclusively talking about. It's talking about what we give, we give back. What we give, we give back. There's a lady um, that I uh, knew in North Carolina when I was uh, over there doing college Christian ministries. And her name was Miss Pam. Miss Pam. And uh, she became my friend and she went to the church that we attended. And I would love to go to her house and have some Miss Pam cooking. Thank you, Jesus. And, uh, but Miss Pam loved the Lord. How many know what I'm talking about? She loved the Lord. And uh, one morning, I decided, Miss Pam, I want to ride with you to church. I heard it's an experience. And she said, oh, child, you don't even know. So she came, and she picked me up. This is a true story. She picked me up. I sat in the front seat with her, and she drove me to church. I said, thank you for giving me a ride to church. And she said, oh, child, we don't talk in this car on Sunday mornings on the way to the Lord. I said, okay. You know, like, now I got nervous, you know. So I sat there in the seat, and also she put on music. She said, we're going to be prayed up before we get to church. We're going to worship the Lord before we get to church. And so she placed on a song. Give me some reverb here real quick. I'm deaf, hard of hearing, cannot sing, but I'm going to do my best. You got reverb? Give me a little thumbs up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyone can sing better with reverb. She put on a song, and the song was, the presence of the Lord is here. I feel it in the atmosphere. The presence of the Lord is here. I'm going to get my blessing. All right, here we go. Turn that off. Stop that. That's terrible. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. But one one day, she was talking ill about someone. She said, "You know, they're so and so, and and uh, you know, bless their heart, but that, they're not very smart." Or she would say, uh, you know, oh, so-and-so over here in their life, and they did this, and they did that. And uh, I wouldn't have done it that way, but bless their heart. And I remember telling myself, I said, Miss Pam, I don't want you to bless my heart, because that means I'm doing something wrong, or I'm stupid, or I'm making a mistake. Please don't bless my heart. I remember it was one weekend where it was, we had a break where we can go home. By me, you know, being an intern or being a, a, in college at that time, I didn't have enough funds to make it all the way back home to North Dakota. And I remember going back into her house, and I said, Miss Pam, let's eat. Let's do this. I didn't mention anything about not having enough funds. And she said, the Lord spoke to me, and the Lord wants me to give you this envelope. And I opened that envelope, and it was the exact amount of money in order to get me home. I said, Miss Pam, you can bless my heart anytime. <laughs> anytime you want to. You can bless my heart. So the title of my message today is hashtag blessed heart. Hashtag blessed heart. Why do I tell you that? Because you cannot live a hashtag blessed life if you don't have a blessed heart. We cannot live a blessed life if we don't have a blessed heart. It all begins with the heart. Here's what's interesting. Luke chapter six thirty-eight. This is what he says. He says the amount you give, this is Jesus, the amount you give will, de- will determine the amount you get back. So that word give there, we always think about money, but it's not just about money. For an example, if, uh, it's an issue of the heart. So an example, if I say, you know what, I'm going to give a bad attitude, I'm going to get a bad attitude. If I'm going to give a spirit of, uh, of just being a jerk, next thing you know, you're going to be surrounded by those that are jerks. That's a biblical word, I think is in the Greek, it's called jerk. But what you give, you begin to receive. If you give cheating and stealing, you probably like the Patriots. Just saying. Just saying. I found that somewhere in the Bible. But if you're a life-giving church, if you choose joy, if you give joy and you give happiness and you give positive attitudes, you just might attend Avenue Church. Why? Because what you give, you begin to receive. You guys are fired up this morning. I like this. Come back at 11, okay? Come back at 11. But I want to warn you, this is a generosity series. This is a generosity service. And here at Avenue Church, we believe that generosity is active, that if you're a guest here today, please do not worry, because generosity is not just about money. It has a lot to do with it, but it's not just about money. Here at Avenue Church, we don't pass the bucket, because we believe that God begins to place an amount on your heart, that that giving should be done cheerfully, and it should be done willingly, in our hearts. We believe and we see generosity at Avenue Church. I am so grateful to be able to do this series because we have a generous church. We give generously of our time, which is the greatest currency in my opinion. We give generously of our finances. We give generously of our gifts and our abilities. We give generously of our love, all because we are a blessed church in Jesus' name. So I want to tell you this morning, giving is all about the heart. Jesus said, where your treasure is, there your heart will also be. Where your treasure is, there your heart will also be. God is concerned about your money because he says, where your treasure is, there I can find your heart. He doesn't want our money. It's not about what God wants from you. It's what God wants for your life. He wants you to live a blessed life life in Jesus' name. Remember, God does not bless giving. He does not bless giving. He only blesses giving when it's done with the right heart. You know, even the disciples, they say, hey, Jesus, you know, if if a man commits adultery with another woman, he has sinned, right? And Jesus said, I'm going to take it a step further. If a man looks at a woman lustfully, he's committed adultery in his heart. The heart is where it all begins. God wants to look at our heart. When you come to Avenue Church, it's not, hey, welcome. You're a first-time guest. You want to grow in Jesus? Let's help you find your next step. What's my next step? Well, you need to stop doing this and start doing this. You need to change your behavior. How many know that's not going to work? We've got to allow God to change our heart. When our heart changes, our behavior follows after it. It's all about the heart. So God spells it out. He addresses the condition of the heart. So let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 15. I'm going to jump into Old School uh, Old Testament really quick, but I'm going to use the message translation. It says this, If among you one of your brothers should become poor, if any of your towns within your land that the Lord your God is giving you, you shall not harden your heart or shut your hand against your poor brother, but you shall open your hand to him and let him sufficient for his need, whatever it may be. Notice that a hard heart is considered wickedness against God. Now, I want you to understand this here. It does not mean that people take advantage of us, but it means that we begin to dissect our heart to say, in order to have a blessed life, I'm going to have a blessed heart. I'm going to give Jesus my heart and let him transform that. But we have to be careful that we don't receive a hardened heart a hardened heart. Now, it doesn't mean we allow people to take advantage of us, but here's what God is saying. He's trying to get us to give like he gives. See, generosity begins to show the heart of God. For God so loved the world that he gave, that he gave you know how amazing generosity is when you encounter someone in your life that is so generous and so giving? Whether it's I know they'll drop everything and help me with their time. I know they'll drop everything and be a blessing in my life. I know that they would drop everything and fund the entire thing if they could. Why? Because they are generous. Here's what I love about generosity in this day and age. Generosity almost isn't believable anymore. Hey, I want to bless you. What's the catch? Why do you want to bless me? Is it a pyramid scheme? Are you going to make money off of me? You know, what's going on here? And I love being able to bless people and say, why? Jesus loves you. That is it. I believe God placed an amount of my heart to give to you, and I want to be obedient to God, and God wants to bless you, whether it's at the grocery store, whether it's at the gas station, whether it's an employee at work. Can you imagine what the church has done over this past week in our city, blessing those that say, I don't deserve this. Where did you come from? Who are you? And the church is saying, we're giving this. We're giving to give, not to get. And so I'm going to bless you because Jesus loves you. Generosity is amazing, and I believe that it begins to do some amazing things in our life. God invented giving, not for his sake, but for our sake. I believe that giving begins to soften our heart and work out selfishness and greed out of our lives. You're the best way to get rid of greed. and so I'm a kind of a selfish person. Will you pray for me? Give your way out of selfishness. I'm kind of greedy. When you begin to pray for my greed, give your way out of that greed. Why? Because God made it that way. If you're in debt, bless your way out of debt. Begin to watch God do a miracle in your life. I remember I was an intern and I moved to a different city. I had to leave my, my car back behind. How many have had like a safe, sanctified car that you prayed in it every time? Uh, you got said, just get me to the next destination. Just get me there. Even when I hit the brakes, it didn't squeal. It, it made a noise, like rock on rock. I mean, it was a bad car. Couldn't even get on the driver's side. Didn't have any dates in North Carolina with that car. I'd be like, uh, you got to get in all the way because that door's broken. Come on, somebody. So I got rid of that car and I moved to a new city. I remember I saved up some money, and I believe I had $800 in my wallet because I didn't have a checking account. I did all that, moved to a new city way back then. I remember I was sitting at a church service and it was a good message, and, and people raised their hand for salvation. And uh, he said, Bow your heads, close your eyes. And as people were praying and raising their hand for salvation, I was just praying. I said, God, I want to find a car. I need something that I can drive around in. There's no such thing as Uber and Lyft back then. And so, Jesus, please help me get from A to B with a car. And I believe God spoke to me and God said, How much do you have in your wallet? And I said, That's none of your business. I said, I said, I have $800. $800. That's a lot, I mean, that's a lot of money to me, $800. That's what I have in my wallet. And God said, they're going to do an offering at the end. They're going to pass the bucket. God said, give it all. I said, uh, pardon me, you know. That's my car money, you know. I, I need that. It's what I need. And God said, what do you need? I said, I, I need that money. God said, what do you need? And I said, I need you. I need you to do a miracle in my life. So I, I remember I put it all in that bucket. I, mean, I remember it putting that bucket and said, This church is going to be hooked up today. <laughs> they're going to boom. They're going to be so excited. And a week later, three different individuals contacted me and they said, We already send you a check because we believe you need a new car. Do you need a new car? And I said, Yes, I need a car. Not new. I'll take anything, you know. <laughs> and three different checks came in. I was able to purchase a car. To get around, why do I say that? Is it because I gave and God gave back? No, it's because I gave greed and selfishness out of my life. That I would still do it even if those three checks hadn't come into my life. I still would have done it even if I hadn't received a new car. Why? Because God was looking at my heart. With the right heart, He'll bring blessings into your life. And so we are a blessed church because we are a generous. Church, And I'm glad that God allowed to work that out of my life in order to see God move in my life. I'm here to challenge you today. You'll never be happy as long as we have selfishness and greed ruling in our hearts. God knows exactly what we need. He's a good, good God who will supply all of our needs according to his riches and his glory. He knows exactly what we need. I'm so grateful that we don't have a selfish church. I'm so grateful to be surrounded by some amazing people here at this church. I'm so grateful that even somebody on the A-team just might take you out to lunch today. I'm so grateful that this church is pouring out their time, their resources in order to reach the city. I wrote this down, that in this church, we've seen, because of your generosity, we've seen 105 people give their hearts to Jesus Christ since February. That's amazing. I'm so glad, as an individual, that I can give my time, my efforts, my money to something that goes so far beyond me. Because in those 105, it's going to be someone that's going to make a change, a city, and someone that's going to change this nation for God's praise and God's glory. Nicole over here, she, she's our worship coordinator. She leads us in the worship. How many appreciate Nicole every single week? And uh, she began to share a story that she has been working a lot of extra hours. She was trying to uh, get some money saved so she can go on a much-needed vacation. I mean, you know what I'm talking about when I say much-needed vacation. And so she saved up money, and she had this all ready, and she was excited. She had a plan in place to join some individuals and go enjoy her time on vacation. But then her car broke down. But her car broke down, all this extra money had to go into this car and into these repairs. And uh, she just began to express that, man, that was my money. Now I can't go on vacation. I'm going to set my priorities in order. And so she said one Sunday morning she was up here and she did worship practice. And then she stepped away to the back and went back up to her piano. And on her piano, we have a picture of it too, on her piano was an envelope. And in that envelope she thought, oh, that's it's a nice little card or, you know, it's a, it's a thank you or, you know, we're praying for you type of thing. And she thought that's amazing. So she put it aside. She did the worship experience. And then she grabbed the envelope and went on her way. And she opened the envelope expecting to read some kind letters, uh, kind words. And in that envelope was about, I wrote it down here, lots of money, about $500. It was $500. No note. No cash. I mean, no, 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 no signature, only cash so that she can go on her vacation. Someone gave because they had a blessed heart. Someone gave because they didn't want recognition, but they wanted to bless her so that she can go on vacation, come back and be a blessing. I'm so grateful for generosity in our hearts. Even this week, I believe it's going to be either whether it's Monday or Tuesday, but we're going to bless Avenue Church as a church because of your generosity We're going to bless 120 EMT first responders. We're going to give them Amazon gift cards this week. And the reason why we're doing that is because about 60 to 70 of them were at the site where the shooting took place, helping those, getting those to the hospital, taking care of wounds. And they said, man, we would just love for Avenue Church to bless us. So we are blessing them with 120 Amazon gift cards, about $600. Why? Because we are blessed to be a blessing. So thank you for your generosity. We are always finding ways we can bless our city. Every single Sunday this fall, because of your giving, because of your generosity, that we, we have given now to about 66 church plants in this fall that are going to reach our city, that's going to reach our nation for God's praise and God's glory. Why? We have a hand in that. We give away 10% of what we receive, and we give it to church plants. Why? Because we are blessed to be a blessing in Jesus' name. So we don't give to get, but we simply give to give. Here's what Luke, uh, in in Luke chapter 6, sometimes we use this scripture to feed greed into our life. It says, give and it will be given to you. Good measure, Press down, shake it together, running over, pour it out your, into your bosom, pour it out into your lap. Sometimes we say we need to give so we can get. I'm here to just challenge you today. Say, God, dissect my heart. God, I ask you to give me not a hard heart, but give me a generous heart. A heart of generosity that doesn't want payback. A heart of generosity that doesn't say, "If I give, I begin to get back. I'm simply going to give, because Jesus, you gave me everything that I need in my life." So break this now, number two, is to simply a generous heart, a generous heart. It says, "Give to anyone who asks when things are taken away from you, don't try to get them back. Don't try to give them back. Do to others as you would like them to do to you. This is Luke chapter 6, 30 through 36. Do to others as you would like them to do for you. Write this down if you're taking notes. You're tweeting this on Facebook. But I want you to write this down. Do for one what you wish you can do for everyone. Do for one that that you wish you can do for everyone. Because I believe we have that on the screen. So do for one what you wish you can do for everyone. Sometimes our greed and our selfishness can stop and say, well, I remember my son came up to me and like 10 other kids. Dad, can I have a candy bar? Well, if I give you a candy bar, I gotta give everybody a candy bar. And I don't want any kids sugared up and crazy. But sometimes that can stop us. I'm going to encourage you today. Do for one that you wish you can do for everyone. Here's Luke chapter 6 verse 32. It says this, if you love only those who love you, why should you get credit for that? Even sinners love those who love them. If you do good to only those who do good to you, why should you get credit? Even sinners do that much. I love the Bible. Sinners! I'm like, why are you talking about me over and over and over again? But even they do that. If you lend money only to those who can repay you, why should you get credit? Even sinners lend to other sinners for a full return. Verse 35, love your enemies, do good to them. Lend to them without expecting to be repaid without expecting to be repaid. I gave of my time, you should give me your time. I gave you this, you should give me that. That's not what the Bible's saying. The Bible's saying love all people, love your enemies, Do good to them. Lend to them without expecting to be repaid. Then your reward in heaven will be very great, and you'll truly be acting as children of the Most High, for He is kind to those who are unthankful. Come on, somebody. He is kind to those who are unthankful and wicked. You must be compassionate just as your Father is compassionate. God wants us to be generous without any stipulation, without any payback, without any return. You know, when my son was born, I was there for it. I was there, you know. (laughs) And he came out kicking and screaming. When, uh, you know, several months old, you begin to see how he was automatically selfish. You know, he automatically was greedy. I think his first word was data, first. And I think a second word, maybe was mom or mine. I couldn't determine. But how many know if you have kids, you have to teach them what? To share. You got to share. Mine, not yours, you know. Why? Because we're all born that way. And God's saying, I want to work that out of you, that you can begin to make such a difference in people's lives by being generous in this world. That if we continue to keep what God has given us, it shows that he will not trust us with more. I simply want to share everything that God has given me. See, when a person's life is changed, their generosity becomes evident. Their generosity becomes evident. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't know if you've ever been to uh, you know like an amazing restaurant. One time my wife and I, we were traveling and, uh, in good old Henderson, real far distance. <laughs> and so uh, we dropped some youth kids off to CeCe's Pizza. And I was getting a little tired of that as a youth pastor. And so we found this, you know, just this small little place, hole in the wall. How many of you know I'm talking about hole in the walls are blessings in Jesus' name? And so we go in this little hole in the wall, Greek food. I'm like, I don't know if I like Greek food. And we sat down and we ordered. And I got to tell you, instantly, I became a food evangelist. It was so good. I mean, I just, I wanted to shout. I said, Lord Jesus, you know. It was so good so good. I got to tell you how good it was. I mean, you, you eat it. Say, taste and see the Lord is good. Now, don't worry. I am working out. I'm starting to try to do that. But still, food is amazing. Taste and see the Lord is good. It was so good, we begin to tell other people about it. Not only begin to tell other people about it, but we would drag people with us. Like, you are eating with us at this place. And we would drag, we would force people there. If you say, sit down, you're going to eat this because it is amazing. I got to share what I receive. And not only would we force them, we would buy their meal. We would pay for it in full. Why? Because we encountered something so amazing that we couldn't help but share it. We couldn't help but share it. There's a God in heaven who sent his one and only son to die for our sins, to pay the penalty, to pay it full. 2,000 years ago on that cross, he did it for you and me. That the Bible says in Ephesians, it says it is by grace through faith that we are saved. It's not by works. And we got to be careful of that, church. It is not by works. It's not by the things we do that get us into heaven. It's not by the things we do that give us good merit. It's simply by receiving a free gift called salvation. We cannot lose sight of that. We cannot lose sight of the generosity of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. When we begin to lose sight, then we begin to have a hard heart. Then we begin to have greed and selfishness enter into our lives. We've all experienced something amazing. Why should we hoard it? Why should we keep it to ourselves? Ephesians chapter 2 verse 4 and 5. This is Paul, and he's writing to a church he already planted, and he said God is so rich in mercy that He loved us so much. Even though we were dead in our sins, that's you and I here today, even though we were dead in our sins, He gave us life. He gave us life. He raised Christ from the dead, that it is only by God's grace that you have been saved. The greatest indication of a person receiving freely, the greatest indication of a person receiving freely is that they begin to give freely. That I've encountered something so amazing that I need to share it in my life. Reach you stand with me, please? I would love to pray over you today. I would love to pray with you today, and I got to tell you because of people's love for this city, because you and I love this city, because Jesus loves this city, we have seen not only 105 people give their hearts to Jesus, but at Easter on Easter Sunday, 474 people came and got to hear the gospel presentation. Not because of our giving but because of over 66 ARC churches are being planted by your generosity. People are joining growth track. And so after today, we have an honor and a privilege to jump into steps three and four. If you want to skip some steps, get in there, my friend. But there's steps three and four where you begin to make a difference and begin to impact someone's life. Let me pray with you today. Bow your heads, close your eyes. Father, I thank you for who you are. God, I thank you for your grace and your mercy. Father, I'm so grateful that you gave to us generously of your grace and your mercy. That, Father, I pray in Jesus' name that you begin to help us to work out greed and selfishness in our heart. But God, I'm so grateful that we could be a blessing to those all around us. A blessing to those at the grocery store. A blessing to those at the gas station or our family or our friends. But that, God, I pray in Jesus' name that you begin to change our heart. Dissect it. That Father, I'm grateful in the Word. It says that you can turn a heart of stone and replace it with a heart of flesh. you begin to do something new and exciting in our lives. That maybe if you're here today and you say, my life is a wreck without God, I've not been Content. I've not been satisfied. I've never given the controls of my life to God. That maybe you were once close, but you you drifted away. Maybe you've never fully comprehended what it is to have a blessed life. I want to ask you today. You might say, Jeremy, will you lead me in a prayer today? Not to join your church, not to join Growth Track. Uh, you know, none of those things, but simply. Will you lead me in a prayer to help me give my heart to God so that he could be Lord of my life, so I could experience his grace, his mercy, and that free gift called salvation. If that is you, will you just raise a hand real quick? Will you just raise a hand so I know I'm praying with you? Yes, thank you. Yes, over there. Anyone else? Yes, yes, that's good. Come on. Yes, there's another one. Thank you. For those that raise their hand, we're going to pray with you as a church. Because our desire is to help you find your next step. But we don't want you to do life alone. But everyone pray this with me. Say, dear Jesus, thank you for loving me right where I am. Today, I give you my life. Forgive me of my sins and wash me clean. Heal my heart. That Jesus, you were raised for me, now raise me to new life. That today, I want to start living the blessed life in Jesus' name. Come on, everybody, we give God a praise. That's a lot of hands up today. I'm sorry, but the more I do this, the more I love seeing people say, yeah, 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 I'm in, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to jump into the psalm, but here's what I want to do. I want to give you some time. That Please don't, you pray that prayer, you raise your hand, but allow us to connect with you. Let us help you find your next step, because every single person here, you have a different step to take it's not everyone take this step, but you have a different step to take. That growth track really helps us to help you find that next step. So we're going to go into the psalm, but I want you to text that number. Text accept. I accepted Jesus today to 77453. A real person is going to get that number. We're going to help you find your next steps. Fill out that connect card. Give it to Avenue Central. Give it to me. But let's worship God in this last song. Let's say, God, work out greed, and selfishness out of my life. Help me to be a blessing in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you'd like to know more details, you can visit our website at avenuechurch.cc or follow us on social media at AvenueLVChurch. Thanks for coming. We'll see you next week.